Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good afternoon. Always a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James. We've been talking a lot of Trump and what's going on with the situation with Trump. And, of course, Nikki Haley and the primary coming up this week. Trump doing the town hall tomorrow night with uh, Laura Ingram in the upstate, which is pretty darn cool. That will be great. You know, one of the things about Donald Trump that everybody forgets about or people may not know is, and you see him if you've ever watched a town hall with him, he's a very nice guy. I've had the opportunity to interview him twice, and he was nothing but nice. He's a very nice guy one-on-one. And when you watch him in these town halls, which, by the way, when is Biden going to do one? Yeah, uh, You can see that he's a very nice person. I mean, yeah, he's a little full of himself at times. So what? Aren't all politicians? But you know what? He he comes across as very likable. He he comes across as very clear. And I love the fact that they're trying to say now that oh, you know, Trump isn't well and things like trying to get this thing, this hashtag started, as if you know he's the threat. Whereas oh, Biden, the can't cognitive even... issues that he oh, supposedly yeah. has. Yeah. Biden doesn't know where he is. Biden can't get off a stage. Biden Everybody knows, that left knows from that. Right up from down. That's the whole thing with Biden is that he doesn't even know where he is and who's running the country. A lot of people think it's Obama. I tend to believe that, too. I know it's not, you know, we know it's not uh, Biden. Um, but it's uh, it's just and the thing is, too, what makes me sad about this and not that I have any sympathy for Biden. I don't understand Jill. If my husband were cognitively impaired, and I'm not diagnosing anybody here, but we know that Biden's not who he was. Let's put, can we just be honest? Let's just put it that way. He's not who he was. Okay? And if Jill had any respect for her husband, she would take him off the public stage. She would tap him on the shoulder and say, listen, hon, we're going to just kind of, I'm not saying you should you know, put him on a, you know, on a rocking chair on a porch and just, you know, or lock him in some room, but at least take him off the public stage where he doesn't look less in touch with reality every single day. You don't allow that to happen. You protect them. Let me give you an example. Ronald Reagan. He had Alzheimer's. We never saw him acting badly. Nancy protected him. Charlton Heston, another one. Did you ever see him ever acting out of line? And he had some issues with that. There are other actors and people like that whose families have taken them off the public stage and just quietly protected them. It's not that you're embarrassed about it because a cognitive decline is nothing to be embarrassed about. If you're somebody who deals with that, many people have had family who've had that and friends and situations like that. I understand. We're not talking about, you know, putting you off into uh, 
you know, in the corner somewhere, let you drool on yourself. We're talking about taking you off the public stage because if you have cognitive decline, you can't decide for yourself whether or not, you know, you'd want to be seen in public like this, right? It's for your own safety. It's not just to be against you. It's for your own safety. Well, safety and, and also your own legacy, such as it is in the case of Biden, but other people like Ronald Reagan, we never saw him out stumbling, bumbling. We never saw that. Now, there are people who say in the latter years of his second second term, that, that but I, I never saw, I don't recall ever seeing him uh, acting like he wasn't all there, ever. And then he disappeared from the public stage, and that was the end of it, as it should be if, it, you know, Nancy was very concerned and protective of him. You don't want people to remember you like we're remembering Biden at this point, right? And I don't understand Jill. I, I don't. And I get the lust for power and all that nonsense, but the idea that she allows her husband to go out there, you know, not that he goes out there that often, leaves the closet or whatever that often, but he does. Texter makes a great point. By the way, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is always open, 71307, 71307. On this President's Day, talking about cognitive decline in presidents, Texter, Jill keeps Joe in as president. It keeps Joe and Hunter out of jail. Once he's no longer president, he's not protected. Yeah, well, you know, maybe that's right. I mean, certainly her power base is being married to the president, right? She doesn't want that. And I'm sure the people behind the scenes, this is the problem they have with picking this witch, Kamala Harris. Nobody likes her. Nobody on the left likes her. Nobody on the right likes her. <laughs> have you heard so, her speeches? She says the exact same thing in every speech. She's, what would have been, could have been, what could have not been is. And I'm like, What? No, the problem with her, Brandon, is now you could say what you want to about Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton's not stupid, okay, whether you like her or not. She's not a stupid woman. Kamala Harris is stupid. She really is. She's not a bright woman. And when you see her talk, you say to yourself, huh? <laughs> Text her, what did he see in a babysitter like Jill? Did you see Jill back when they first got married? Did you ever see pictures of her? Gorgeous she, woman. She a fox? Oh, she was beautiful. I can see what Joe Biden saw in her. Okay. So Well, you know, and go back to you know, and you the way he is coming out now on things and sounding like he has lost all his marbles. There was that speech that he talked about for women. Is what he said. It's like you're like, "What?" I mean, he literally was like trying trying to say that women were you can't mess with women. Women are the powerful leaders and stuff. He goes, he literally was like, "What?" And then he had that whole um that press conference with the uh, president, I think it was the, the president of Jordan, if I'm not mistaken. And he had no idea where he was at. He was like, oh, I thought you were going over here. Is he not here? I don't know. And no, he, he doesn't know. He, he can't get off the forth, stage. Like, what am I doing? He has no idea. And, mm -mm. and you know, as somebody who does have a family member who is showing signs of cognitive um, dysfunction, and um, it's sad. It really is sad. But when you see it so uh, prevalent, especially with a leader – other countries see it and they know, oh, we got this now. We can do X, Y, Z to America and he's not going to know what to do because he right. can't tell you which way is left and which way is right. Well, that's the problem is that other countries see this. They see the weakness. They see that he's clearly cognitively, cognitively impaired in some mm -hmm. way. We don't know, like once again, not diagnosing anybody, but they see that and we don't, they don't know who behind the scenes is really running things. Someone clearly has to be, right? And like I said, I believe it's um, Obama. Texter mentioned Bruce Willis. Yeah, you don't say, they saw him for a while, but you don't really see him much he's got some issues too and, and 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 listen I'm not making light of the 
seriousness of cognitive decline. I know many people who've dealt with that with parents, uh, with spouses, uh, sometimes very young people. My husband has a friend he went to high school. It's so sad. He went to high school with this guy. And so here's this guy who starts out in an industry where he's basically working in the warehouse at like 18, 19 years old, winds up running this huge, huge business in Vegas, not going to mention what. Winds up I mean, in charge of everything, huge business, and doing very, very well for himself. Good, good guy. And he's pretty young, and now he wants to retire, and his wife doesn't know where she is anymore. That's mm, sad. And, and it heart. is sad, right, because you work your whole life to set your family up so that you can retire and travel and enjoy yourself and do these kinds of things. And he can't now. This is it. Now, I would take care of my husband till the day I die. This is what you do for people. But so I'm not making light of the seriousness of dementia and whatever, you know, any kind of cognitive decline that people have. It is uh, a real situation. I know some people who are caregivers and, and it's very, very tough. But like I said a million times, this is why I wonder why Jill allows this. She ought to take him off the public stage, let him go back to his house and just you know, whatever. And of course, he probably wouldn't like it too much because you see how, remember that last press conference, how angry he got? Oh, he this got is really one mad. of the about signs. Two week, about the, about the, house, um, the house taking a two-week vacation. That's actually one of the symptoms of Alzheimer's That's and right. dementia That's is right. aggression. That's exactly right. You, you get very angry, be, first of all, because you can't remember things. Mm-hmm. And then you start getting angry when people accuse you of not remembering things. Then you start another symptom. And once again, we're not diagnosing his particular thing. Another symptom, as I understand it, of uh, any kind of cognitive decline is you start to accuse people of stealing things from you. That's a pretty common thing, whether you've got a caregiver or family, suddenly you start doing that. It's very, very sad. And I guess until you get to the point where you really don't know where you are. See, Biden's still on the edge where he's, you know, still somewhat aware, but not really. Once you get to the point where you're just too far gone and you get past all this. But in the meanwhile, we're stuck with an angry ineffective guy who is half out of it and uh, this is a this is what they want to run in the democrat party mm. if you ever look at how he walks now too from when he started to now it looks like oh. he's even he shuffles like yeah he doesn't know what, like he he's forgetting no. how to take step forward one at a time and and you know and there are some people who have theorized that say he has adult diapers on now because he may not remember he has to go to the bathroom so he may go on himself. You don't know what exactly is going on right now and for everything to be denied that he's this, this, and this, it's not the problem, it's all Trump problem, that Trump is putting out this uh, idea that Biden has cognitive memory issues. No, you can see it. For people who know what it looks like, they see it. You can see there is something that's wrong, and they're not taking it to say, let's make fun of him. No, they're they're, they're, they're genuinely like, is this serious? If he really has cognitive function disabilities you gotta take you gotta address it right away and you know go the right path and i just and i don't see the outcome going better for him than well no it's not going to and his legacy is not going to improve and i know that there are drugs that you can take and once again not diagnosing him but clearly you know my point is if anybody around him actually loved him it wasn't just using him they would get him off the stage, and they won't. I'm Heidi Harris, in for Charlie James. You can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Rumble. Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show, Heidi Harris Show.
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Good afternoon. Always a privilege to be sitting in for Charlie James. It's, he's given him the holiday off. He'll be back tomorrow. And I'm excited to have Brandon here with me and Stacy. So we're just rocking it this afternoon on this President's Day. And hoping we get another one next year. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just about take anything at this point. I want to get rid of Biden because he doesn't know where he is. And uh, it's it's very concerning. But as I've said in it, this is very important to remember. We, in my opinion, have spiritual issues in this country that are not going to be solved and shouldn't be solved and should never have been solved by people. These are issues between you and God. And we most certainly should be right with God the best we possibly can. And the idea that we will put all of our trust in some politician to make things right when a lot of it is because we've turned away from God, a lot of what's going on in this country and we're calling evil good and good evil and doing things, you know, just, you know, ask basically, you know, allowing people to be chopped up into little pieces uh, when they're little kids who are getting parts cut off and being given hormonal treatments. And, and, and where, where's the outcry? I mean, it, nobody should put up with that. And I don't think that's going to be rectified by putting Trump back in the White House because these people, it's still part of the agenda. And even Nikki Haley, I know you guys all know this, even Nikki Haley said not too long ago, well, that should be up to the parents. I mean, are you kidding me? There are laws dictating what you can do to your children. You can't sell them on a website. You can't beat them. You can't molest them. You have to feed them. I mean, what kind of nonsense? And then she tried to deny it. But she said this, and I'm, I don't even remember what the outlet was, some cable outlet. They asked her about, well, parents should decide. No, parents no. should not decide to chop body parts off or to allow it to be chopped off or to allow children to have life-altering hormones when they are too young to get married, too young to vote, too young to move out on their own. I mean, 
Now, that's the kind of thing there are still people on board with this. They want to turn kids into medical eunuchs. I don't care what adults do. I'll never bash trans people. Uh, that's that, that's between them and God. None of my business. You're an adult. You want to have something chopped off or you think you can add something that's going to make you a different sex. You're crazy, but go ahead. Uh, as long as you pay for it and I don't pay for it, you do whatever you want to. And that means I shouldn't be paying for it in the military either. That shouldn't be happening. But the idea that a child... Should be that parents should be okay and allow a child to do this when a kid is not deemed by the law to be able to make adult decisions any other way. They can't vote, can't get married, you know, can't do a lot of things, can't get a driver's license till they're 16. But you want these kids to be able to, to do that. And Nikki was like, well, it should be the parents' job. No. 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 Why should it be the parents' job to, to have to be deciding to mutilate their child? Well, that's exactly right. Apparently, Do you know how, the, how psychologically um, harmful sure. this could be to a child? If you say, you know what, because I want you to follow X, Y, Z and what they're doing, I'm going to make you become transgender because you may think. Just because you may think, even though you're probably 7 or 8, maybe 9, 10, 11, right. heck, even 13 years old. But you know what? Because you think, I'm going to go ahead and say, you have to do this or else kind of thing. And or that I'm going really to affirm harms you. a child. Even worse, I'm going to affirm you. I'm not going to force you to do it, but I'm going to affirm you when the truth of the matter is, in most cases, these are kids who have a lot of issues. And I'll give you a quick example without getting too personal. I know somebody in this situation. I've known this girl since she was born. All right, her entire life. Now she's in her 20s. Now she puts pictures online. She's growing facial hair. She was a beautiful girl. Now she's growing facial hair. And you know what occurred to me the other day, and I should have thought of this years ago. This child, do you know what is meant by the term oppositional defiant? Do you know what? Yes, ODD. Okay. As a parent, you know what that is, okay? So that's a person who never respects authority, always bucking everybody, right? That's that's who they are, right? Their entire lives. And as I look back, I see that this child was like that from the time she was a toddler because I used to babysit her. Okay. And I, I always had a special heart for her because I just, because I, I know what it's like to be a pain in the butt and have a difficult personality. I don't have that. But I, now as looking back on it, I realize that's who she was. Now, guess what she's doing? She's quote unquote transitioning. And you know what that makes, allows her to do? That allows her to do something and nobody's allowed to challenge her because if you challenge her, you're uh, transphobic, you're, and she's not even gay, you're tra- but you're transphobic, you're this, you're that. So this is the one place that a kid can go now where nobody dares to challenge him. No parents, no principals, no teachers, nobody can step up to them. And that just occurred to me the other day and I thought, aha, that's why she's doing it. Not because she thought she was a boy or because she's gonna suddenly grow an appendage, but because she wants to be able to tell everybody to back off and control the entire situation of her life. And I'm telling you, this is what happens with a lot of these people. They have psychological issues that have nothing to do with body parts. Nope. Breaks my heart. It breaks my heart for her because she was a very pretty girl. Now she's growing facial hair and looks like a nasty, mean eunuch, frankly. And it breaks my heart. So that's what I'm saying. We're talking about presidents and we're talking about parental rights and what we view as good versus evil in America. No president can fix this. Nope. No president at all. They can help we'll get, get it better, but they can't yeah. fix it. There is no magical. And that's what yeah. I can't stand. Is people think there is this magical switch that once Trump gets elected, flip the switch. 
guess what? America is A plus credit rating. Gas prices, $1.25 a gallon. Food prices, what, eggs, $1.45 now instead of $9 for a gallon of right. eggs. And then for, I mean, a carton of eggs, and then $8 for a gallon of milk now goes to a dollar. I mean, you, you people have to realize it's going to take time. There is no magical fix no, for things. There, there isn't any. And no president has the power. And thank God, because yeah. you don't want be any president to have the power to destroy us. Yeah, because, yeah, who's the one who took the picture of himself standing in front of the red curtains? Wasn't Trump. Wasn't Trump. That was Biden. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's crazy. All right, quick break. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, I'm going to go cultural just for a second here. And uh, normally I don't obviously pay attention to reality TV. I couldn't name one real housewife of anything. I have no idea who these people are. But I do want to mention something that just popped up. Hilaria Baldwin, Alec Baldwin's wife, has a picture of herself with, she's got like 14 kids in like 13 years, right? How she did it, who knows? Anyway, uh, she's got, and they're all really cute, of course. Her oldest daughter is 10 years old, Brandon. She's 10. And mm -hmm. mom just put some pictures up of her. And I guess she's done this before. With the full face of makeup. I'm talking eyeliner, lipstick. Now, I'm not against little girls playing dress up. We all did that as kids. Or I'm sure your daughters have done that. Oh, yeah. They still do it. <laughs> okay. But putting putting your daughters on social media at 10 years old with a full face of makeup? Are no. you kidding me? Nope. Not happening. Sorry. My girls, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're the most – okay, and I'm not trying to be biased. My girls really are the most beautiful girls I have ever seen. And I've had so many people tell me, your girls are the most beautiful. If you put makeup on their ages like that, that's like, I feel that that's exploitation. I really feel it, that it, it is, is exploitation. And there's a picture of her with her mom's you know, boots on and things like that, which is fine. Okay, she was in the shoe closet. Okay, fine, whatever. I, I, we've all done that with little girls with our mom's stuff. But to put that on social media – that's the problem. And what you're teaching is, obviously, that your child, and I, and I don't care about Alec Baldwin. I, I don't, I, to be honest with you, I, I kind of think it's unfair that they're trying to prosecute him for the death of that woman because there are prop people for a reason, mm -hmm. right? It wasn't like he put the bullets in a gun, and, and, and I, I just, I've never understood that. I'm no fan of his, okay, at all. But I don't understand how you lay that one on him. That makes no sense to me at all when he's not the one who handles the props. But okay. Anyway, so she's got all these kids. Seven, eight, five, two, three, one. All these little kids, all right? Uh, fine. And they're all real cute and everything. And I'm sure they'll eat because daddy's rich. But to put in this little girl, there's one picture I'm looking at. She's got bright red lipstick on. I'm talking Taylor Swift lipstick. Oh my goodness. And her mom doesn't even have that on. Once again, if you want to play dress up in the house, fine. But to put her on, she's looking like... Uh, you know, Jodie Foster. What was that name of that movie where Jodie Foster played a hooker at the age of 10? Oh, 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 my God. What I know was what you're it talking called about. again? Pretty, no, not no, Pretty that, Baby. That was Brooke Shields. No, that was Brooke Shields. But, but the Pretty same Woman kind was of thing, though. More, yeah. Right, but same kind of thing. She's looking like, I mean, when there are crazy people out there and there are all kinds of forces trying to sexualize our children. Taxi driver. At, thank you. 
are there are all kinds of people out there trying to sexualize children there are pedophiles and crazy people out there and they're basically i remember the day that one of the kids uh one of the kardashian kids kendall or kylie i don't even remember turned 18 and that first day she turned 18 there was a topless picture of her online which obviously was covered up for whatever but first day 18 and i was joking about it on the air and playing that reba song fancy remember fancy here's your one chance fancy don't let me down here we go you know you're 18 get out there and show some parts baby that's how we make our money in the kardashian clan just, wow, they don't they don't raise them up. They turn them out. These celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. I, it's I mean, sad. It really is sad. What it is sad. How things are nowadays. You know, I understand. It's always been a part of of uh, human nature to uh, culturalize uh, indecency. As I'm going to say, I'm not going to say the the other word. But right. you know, like these are kids. Let them be, let them be kids. Okay, I have well, a six. Yeah. Uh, five, Four and a three-year-old and a newborn that's going to be coming at the end of July, early August. I want my kids to be kids. I want them to enjoy right. playing outside, playing with toys, being dressed up inside your house. I'm not going to sit there and be like, all right, let me do the JonBenet Ramsey, take millions of pictures put of you, put you in uh, all these little uh, plays and whatever not to right. uh, exploit you. No, I want my girls to First off, know that this is how you're supposed to be treated as a child, not as a piece of property. Well, and that's you what I feel be, like people do now. Is that this well, is my yeah, property. Because you shouldn't be valued for your looks. I mean, you're, if you're pretty, which this child is, and clearly her mom is beautiful and her dad's good looking. So, you know, uh, she's going to be a pretty girl. Most of the time that happens. Not always but a lot of times. And so she's going to already have an easier life than some people because she's got certain advantages financially and she's good looking and this and that. But to to basically send the message to your daughter that the reason people love her is because she's good looking and you put that out there, that's what you're talking about. I mean, I think you just have to protect your children because when you get out there, like the other day there was a story uh, about David Beckham's daughter who's what his oldest or youngest is like 13 or something. I don't even know, all right? And there was a story in the Daily Mail. And you can't avoid these. I don't go to celebrity websites. You can't avoid these on the major websites, right? Mm -hmm. There was a story about her walking with her mom or dad, and she seems to be a cute child and whatnot. And they were commenting on, oh, she's wearing this, she's wearing that. I'm like, hold on a second. Don't comment on what she's wearing. She's a little girl. Mm -hmm. And maybe she's wearing designer clothes. I don't know. Maybe she's not. But, you know, the, the world is tough enough and social media is tough enough without throwing your kids to the wood, to the uh, wolves. And by the way, I know some people who've done this, who basically they live their lives vicariously through their kids. You know, if your child takes pictures, I had a friend whose daughter was taking pictures that were, you know, not not tacky. They were in lingerie, but they were they were very well done and, and you know, whatever. OK, fine. Would, you know, might as, well, might as well remember what you looked like at that age. OK, but nothing hanging out or anything. Her mom was posting them on social media. Why is her mom doing that? That is a big no-no. Well, her mom was, you know, she was over 18. But the point is, the mom is living vicariously through her kid. Yep. I said, take that crap off social media. I mean, I'm talking lingerie shots here of your daughter who was like 20-something. I don't know, whatever it was. But these these are really, they're like the dance moms who live their lives through their children because maybe they haven't accomplished anything or maybe they're not as pretty as their kids or whatever it might be. And... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't get that. My mom, I could never see doing that to me. Like I said, I'm not talking about playing dress up with mommy's clothes, going to get the little girl makeup, even using mommy's, but you're not leaving the house that way. Not happening. Nope. Wow.
Wow. And, and she may not really leave the house, although there seem to be some other pictures of her out in public with all this makeup on. But I, I just, I think you're, you know, you're not raising them up. You're turning them out. And then you wonder why everything's so sexualized now. This is why. Because you're serving your daughters up to social media with makeup on at 10 years of age when there are serious creeps out there. There are. Ugh. Remind me, I had to tell you a story about my daughter, yeah. Easton, when we come back, because you're going to be floored when I tell you the story. <laughs> Text her. Britney Spears turned out all right. <laughs> yeah, with those knife dancers. Have you seen that where she was dancing with those uh, butcher knives? I did. You oh. know, you don't see Taylor Swift doing this. Whether you like Taylor or not, Texter, Heidi, fancy was Bobby Gentry. No, it was not, Texter. I know my music. I used to sing that song every day when I worked in lounges called Fancy by Reba McIntyre. Look it up. Here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. Don't make me sing it. But it's all about, you know, raising them up and turning them out. So I, I think she may have redone it. I may, it may have been Bobby Gentry initially, but it was most certainly Reba McIntyre who did it the last time that I know of. But, uh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, you know, soon enough, they're going to be out there and they're going to be subjected to all kinds of craziness and criticism, by the way. And that's why these girls get so screwed up because they get out there and they put them, look at me, I'm so gorgeous. And then a lot of people say, you're ugly, you're fat, you're, no matter how pretty you are, people are going to be saying all these things to them. You always have that one who is hatred, who has full of hatred, no matter what. Exactly. And then the child feels inadequate because one person they've never met doesn't like them. I mean, I'm an adult enough. If someone doesn't like what I do on Twitter or something and they'll call me whatever and I say, "Mm, wait a minute, most of the time I don't respond, but sometimes I do and I'll say, wait, let me check my list of people whose opinion matters. Wait a minute, you're not on it. (laughs) 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 Okay, but I'm an adult and I know how to, you know, handle this. Yep. But if you're a child, Texter, you just misspoke. Taylor's dancing around with short stuff. She is dancing around in short clothes, but she's not dressing like a hooker. Of course, I guess the uh, it's a low bar to limbo under, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe we'll maybe we'll if we can we'll play uh, fancy coming back for the people who've never heard it. Maybe we'll, we'll think about it. All right, I'm Heidi Harrison for Charlie James coming right back. Okay, going back to the Trump situation for just a minute here, as you know, with the most recent verdict, apparently what he's going to have to do is he's going to have to put the money up, even if he appeals it. Okay, this $354 million ruling, as you know. And apparently the payments, um, he's going to have to put this up first uh, if he decides he's going to uh, fight it. His lawyer says he has the money. She says he has a lot of cash. We don't know. I don't know how much money he has. I really don't. He mentioned having $400 million in cash. It's not the world I live in, but okay. But apparently this amount is deposited to the court pending appeal. After the appeal, the money will officially change hands. So uh, University of Michigan law professor Will Thomas uh, was talking to the Associated Press about this. He said, New York's judicial system has shown a willingness to move quickly on some of these Trump issues. No kidding. We all know what they're doing. Meanwhile, they have people, uh, you know, you got illegals beating up cops. Nobody cares. They don't care about that. They don't move quickly on those cases. He says, uh, when we hear from the first appellate court, that's a point where the money is almost certainly going to change hands. So we'll see what happens with that. 
But it's unbelievable. There's nothing. What's scary about this is whether you like Trump or not, whether you think he's done some bad things or not, it's frightening that he takes out loans, pays them back, and nobody's been damaged, and he gets a ruling for over $300 million. I mean, that's scary. It shouldn't come down to, and I know it always does, and it's nothing new in human history. It shouldn't come down to which city you're in as far as a jury, right? It shouldn't. You should always have a jury of your peers. You shouldn't have a jury of people who hate your guts. And I don't know how the jury selection went or anything else. I mean, obviously, jury selection is very important in any kind of situation. I've been kicked off a couple juries, not kicked off after the, the trial started. But, you know, how they if you've ever gone to jury duty, you know, they'll, they'll bring 100 people into a courtroom. And they'll put, you know, 12 people in the box and they'll interview all those people. You know, what do you know about this case? You know, have you ever been, you know, burglarized or had a fight with a cop? Or, you know, they'll try to ask whatever questions or try to expose your biases. And then they'll let certain people go if they reveal that they can't be objective about the case or whatever. Right. So a couple of times I've had that happen. <laughs> They've, the uh, believe it or not, the prosecution both times has dismissed me one time because it was a child molestation trial. And they looked on my Facebook and they saw that I think child molesters should be thrown over Hoover Dam. They should be. <laughs> and I stand Absolutely. by that. But that doesn't mean that I wouldn't that I would not be fair to somebody who was accused. You know, someone walks into court. You don't know who they are. Now, prosecutors will tell you by the time they get to court. We know they did it, or we wouldn't waste time trying to try them. We're pretty sure, but that doesn't mean anything. And as a juror, you cannot pay attention to that. You look at that person at the uh, defendant's table, and you have to be completely objective. And I could be. Much as I hate child molesters, I could absolutely judge somebody fairly. But what they were concerned about was the idea that on appeal, somebody could go through my Facebook page and say, aha, it turned out the guy was convicted ultimately. Uh, But jury selection is important. You want to make sure that you've got a jury that's unbiased and another time they the prosecution (laughs) same thing they released me because i don't think they would have proven their case and as it turned out there there was a case uh i'll make this real quick of some kids who were white kids all white kids fairly wealthy who were just doing some terrible behavior and they were throwing rocks through windshields and one of the kids threw a huge rock through a windshield that dis basically dis uh or disfigured the one kid all right so when the one kid went to, to trial, the only kid that actually was held for, the other ones pled out, uh, after they released me from the jury, I was out in front and I said to the parents who were out there, I said, well, do you think he threw the rock? And they said, well, we know he threw a rock. And I thought, oh, you better prove he threw the rock or mm-hmm. I'm not putting him in, in prison. He's 16 years old. And as it turned out, I don't think they had enough evidence because the kid did not get convicted. That's probably why they didn't want me on that jury because I would have said, you better prove this beyond a reasonable doubt or I'm not sending this kid up the river. Yep. You know, and, and I think they knew that that's exactly what I would have done. So they, uh, they dismissed me. Oh, there you go. I'm Heidi Harris. Final hour of Charlie James Show coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.